guys, welcome to Thornvale on a Wednesday. Yes, uh, very strange. Yeah, so <laughs> we're doing something special. Um, I've decided we're going to do these after every arc. We're going to do a mini-sode. Ooh. I'm not sure how many it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> never done one of these before, but we are going to basically, it's just a recap episode. We're going to talk about what happened in the last episode, what happened in the last arc. Um, and I want your thoughts as players. Um, oh my. so I have okay. a list of questions to ask and I want you guys to ask me questions. Um, so I'll get to start it off with, um, well, hang on before we start, I want to mention some audio things. <laughs> First off, uh, Wesley is in a house that is being fixed up to do things, to do some sort of walk through yeah, or something. yeah it's it's like a it's like a um just an explanation here it's a it's like an open house thing so apparently neighbors are going to come through and it's been raining so i don't know who's going to show up but there will be you know there are other people present here in this house so if you hear background sound uh it's most likely coming <laughs> from me and will not be a regular thing so yeah 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 so it uh, thankfully the the loudest vacuum cleaner ever seems to have gone away before yeah, we started it's, recording. It's gone. It sounded a, like... There's a vacuum cleaner, and I swear to God, it sounds like a buzzsaw in the background. It's terrible. Yeah, the, the way I described <laughs> it was it sounds like what a dog thinks a vacuum cleaner sounds like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, okay, so that out of the way, we shouldn't have any audio weirdness. Uh, we should have some little bit of audio weirdness. Um... But uh, we can talk about some of this stuff later on. Uh, but the first question I want to ask you guys is, what did you guys think of the last arc? I thought it was very good for an opener. I, you know, because if I were just speaking as an audience member, if this was not my, you know, if I was not co-ing this podcast, I would just be like, if I would get to the end of that, I would have been like, okay, well, that's the end. But I really want to know what happens next because that was, and that's not even counting what happened to my character, which was... Uh, I think I pretty much got the short end of it on this arc. <laughs> yeah, he got beat up a bunch. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, no, I uh, no, I really enjoy. Well, first of all, if I really enjoyed playing it, and you know, just being an RPG player, it was fun to get to do that. But uh, yeah, no, I I think I'd be thinking, what's next? Uh, I'm interested to learn. Well. If I was a viewer, I'd be interested to learn more about the world and stuff because, you know, I personally know a lot because my wife wrote it. But, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, there's definitely a lot of things to still to still learn. And I'm looking forward to that. More character interaction, you know, all the good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I loved it. I mean, this is like my first time, like really getting into a role playing game with other people. I just love how we like made our characters independently and how they kind of came together and like are now a team like that's so cool to me like how we all like made these individual people but now they like know each other and like are interacting with each other was really cool yeah i i I just i just i also want to give a i just want to give a shout out to the artist that created our cover art because that looks beautiful our cover art is awesome our cover i i get complimented on the cover art all the time when i'm like trying to do like promotional deals with people they're always like, oh my gosh, your cover art is fantastic. Who's your artist? And I'm like, yeah, it's, she's called Nightsea on uh, Instagram and Facebook yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, if you guys ever want to know who did our cover art, she's in the credits uh, in the show notes for every episode. I have, oh, nice. um, our intro I have music. the person who did our introduction song and closing song and the person who did uh, our art in the show notes of every episode. So if you want to know, you can go check her out. Nice. 
Um, I personally really enjoyed that. Like, that was really cool because I'd never mm. run a Monster of the Week. Like, I'm used to running, like, D&D and that kind of thing. Yeah. I really enjoy the way that Monster of the Week, like, works. Mm-hmm. Like, I, th- I think the system is really interesting. And yeah. it was really, yeah. cre- it was, it's like, it's really, cr- it's, uh, it's a good way of being creative for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because I know it was fun. Like, you know, I've read uh, Susanna's um, kind of novellas she's been writing for this world that she used to base this game on. And it's kind of cool seeing, like, getting to play that world, so to speak. You know, getting to be a, a player and a character in that world and play it is a lot of fun for me after reading that. So that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um. So here's here's one. Uh, what is your favorite part from the last arc? What was your favorite part of the last arc? Hmm. The first thing that comes to mind for me is when Sammy finally gets to see the fort <laughs> without the <laughs> blindfold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were really excited about. I that. I was really excited about that. <laughs> that that's, I think, that's fair. I think the funnest thing for me as a player was. Uh, one of the things I did to actually like role play as Bjorn was tattling on uh, Sammy and her car, Ooh. and then yeah. not admitting that I did it at when I was like driving her to her to her house afterwards when her car got impounded. I was just very proud of myself for for doing that. I guess I just felt fu- I felt like I was such like a devious like yeah. prankster, and I normally don't do that. So mm. <laughs> it felt good. Yeah. I, I think I think my one of my favorites would have to be well, okay number number one I, well probably least favorite was when I had to like literally run from everything while the other two were doing everything, <laughs> but yeah. but um I think I think favorite might be either just for me like overall I love inhabiting characters I love I love getting in their heads I love thinking how they would think and it's really great because I created this character which. When I create a character that I'm proud of, it's like it's it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. Just like this character came out of my head, and I think it's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the fact closer to the end where I actually attempted to do the, I actually attempted to aim and hit something, and I actually hit something <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. all my previous attempts had ended very badly. Yeah, it's a great effect too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Yeah, I think anytime we actually like got a successful roll, it was a good moment because we yeah, rolled so badly fun. for yeah. a while. You did yeah. so badly, like at the beginning. You got better, like as you went along. Yeah, yeah. I guess just random that, luck. But I, I think it was episode. I think it was episode three. We all we all just kept rolling these awesome rolls. And yeah. I'm like, we're yeah, totally killing so this well. monster. Like in the last episode, you guys did really well. Yeah, I was so surprised. Yeah, I think I was the only one that failed a roll that that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so where do you guys think things are going from here? Mm. Where's the story going? Where do you think it's going? Obviously, I know the answer, but I'm curious, like, <laughs> for you guys, where do you, where do you think you're, where do you think you're going to go? Well, okay. I, hang on. I kind of know the answer, but I have no idea what, I, like, I know what the monsters you're going to be fighting, but, like, the way this game is made, I don't know what you guys are going to do. You guys mm-hmm. could do something that could throw a huge wrench in my plans, and I'm just going to have to... <laughs> Deal with it. Improvise. <laughs> Work with it. So I guess I, I kind of know where the story is going, but uh, hmm. I'm curious where you guys think the story is going. Now, are we doing character-specific arcs or in general? <laughs> Whatever you want. Hmm. I am 
I am personally invested in, in of course, my own character because I think he has potential for a lot of a lot of change uh, based on where he's coming into it. And also, I I want to I want to hear more about Sammy's character because Ooh. she's the one that's got the, you know, the secret order of secrecy that uh, <laughs> that is. That's definitely its full name. Uh, <laughs> and, and then I'm just sitting over here like, yeah, 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 secret order of, of something. Yeah, you know, it's not like I have something like that either. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I mean, no secret organizations just, here. I'm just messing with you. It's okay. I know you do, but yours, like, historically between her and you, like, hers seems to be a little better at actually being sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ouch. Ouch. That's fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just according to story <laughs> canon, it's that's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. As just, of right yeah, now, she was the only one that was able to like keep it. You know, yeah, just how the like, rules like work. As, as soon as <laughs> as soon as uh as soon as Bjorn knew that they were dragon. Oh yeah, like, oh, that's yeah, true. Let oh me tell you yeah, about my secret order. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because <laughs> and, you know, that's and Sammy, actually a, that's Sammy actually a did read. her best. She was able to reveal a little bit, but you didn't reveal nearly as much as you could have from that specific yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a good point that you brought that up because you know I I you know I actually was wondering how long I was gonna be, like that they wouldn't know that I was a dragon knight, or the fact that I was in this uh, you know agency. But I think my character would have done that based on his true loyalties. So like it is interesting that I had to like come out so early to the rest yeah. of the group. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it's actually really that's something interesting. interesting. That's something oh, for mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna say is for how I think it's going is you know. I think that's going to be a big part of my character's arc is trying to balance those two and keep things on the down low from the agency. So I think it's going to be an interesting force at some point that's going to, I'm going to have to answer for, you know, mm-hmm. someday. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that something interesting is, is now Sammy has this knowledge of this group of dragon people. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah, how my secret organization is going <laughs> to feel about I don't know. That. I don't, what are you going to tell them? I mean, Ooh. I don't know if that's I can uh, tell them anything yet. I feel like I need to gather more information before I let yeah, them yeah. know. And, that, and that's, we'll that's something we're going to kind of cover in the first, uh, the first episode of the new arc. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. Okay. Because I was actually going to say that was something that I was, as a player, I was interested about just because I like know the world and, you know, I tried to like, because I had read the books and I knew that normally they would try to like wipe people's memories. I was tr- like, my character was trying to lead the other two dragon knights or the I, Wesley's one too. I'm saying the two that were already there, Stanley and Miguel, you know, trying to lead them. Hey, you know, we probably got to wipe this person's memory. Right. And they said, no, like we need this person cause we're short on people and this is kind of getting out of our control right now. So that'll be interesting to uh, explore at some point. Um, so the next question is, what was your favorite thing uh, that happened to your character? I, I'll go first. I think my favorite thing was getting to use this harpoon gun against the monster. Oh, yeah. That's pretty fun. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually just going to say similarly in that episode when I got the last shot in from my sniper rifle on the monster and it was like the kill shot. I was so surprised <laughs> and it was yeah. really cool too. Yeah. That was great. I, I loved how that turned out. Yeah. I like. I don't have that many, well, <laughs> speaking an overarching arc, I... Most of my most of my direct interaction with monster moments didn't turn out very well, but um, but I think my my favorite as far as a character development moment is 
uh, closer to the end where uh, this is like after I've been literally rescued from the literal jaws of death uh, <laughs> from <laughs> and Twice. and the fact that I am able to. Like my, my my character goes through a moment of yes, I ran the first time, but I am actually going to uh, attempt to <laughs> attempt to not die here, and it ended up working out. And then at the end, of course, my character was not aware of this, but that that end conversation where you you hear that uh, you hear that Stanley is basically grooming me to uh, take <laughs> it over. Yeah. So I I think that you know I think. That's that's why I'm so interested. The fact that I chose the flake character because, like, based on the stats for the flake character and what Stanley hopes I'll do, they're I mean they're complete opposites. The flake would never be like <laughs> yeah. yeah you know so so I, I I'm looking forward to to character development that might happen with him and hey if he turns into the epic replacement Stanley that knows how to do this then awesome <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. I uh, I'm interested to see where it goes, especially because I'm waiting to see if he has uh like if he becomes central in a certain arc or something, just because he's like he's the baby like age wise, <laughs> but by a lot, yeah, yeah, by by several years. But <laughs> I I always love a good underdog story. I always love yeah. the character that no one follows, no one thinks is a is a problem, and then you know. Pulls pulls one little screw loose and the whole thing falls. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, yeah, I like those you, stories Anna? too. What was the favorite thing that happened to your character? Um, it and by the way, like this already, doesn't she already, have to be. She already answered like, that. It was getting the kill shot. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Fine. I guess also. I mean, just developing kind of her um, uh, backstory a little bit more, like with her dad and with Elise and that kind of stuff was fun too. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the interesting thing about, um, like, a, as a writer, like, the best thing that happens to your character, for me, isn't necessarily a good thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because, like, something really bad could happen to you guys, but that makes it, the story more interesting for me. So, mm -hmm. you know, they're kind of at odds with you guys a little bit there, but... Um, I don't necessarily want you guys to die like now. Well, <laughs> hopefully not, because then I got to start another character. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, just, we just got to meet you guys. We don't want you to instantaneously, like, spontaneously combust or something. Yeah. <laughs> then the cover Sus art has to change. Yeah, oh. I just got the cover art done. <laughs> Susanna, yeah. what was your favorite failure that you got to, like, do? Like, when we failed a roll? Hmm. Gosh. What Had to be when I was... Failure. Had to be when I was literally being shaken in the mouth of this thing, and I, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I think um, getting to use the death roll on uh, Bjorn was fun. <laughs> oh yeah, because I so to to pull back the curtain a little bit, each of these monsters has different stats. They have different attacks that they can use, and like I said, I don't want you guys to die instantaneously, but I have to be true to what the monster would do and. Mm -hmm. That roll would have killed any other one of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And yeah. so it was. It was just so fortuitous that 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 Bjorn ran in and got in the way, and you know was able to protect him enough, but still got. I don't mm -hmm. think that was necessarily like a bad roll or anything, but but still like got in the, the way. The biggest bad thing that happened. Took, yeah. For you the thing the that would have definitely killed 
uh stanley <laughs> stanley not stanley henry yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and i i thought that was fun and and i got to do a death roll with a giant alligator yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just cool actually that's a question that i have so is it actually just like i i know these are monsters and not like things from the natural world but like is it actually an alligator or is it like a weird dinosaur thing? no it was um I, I kind of explained it a little bit in the episode, but the way it works is the creatures that show up oh, yeah, that's are right, not yeah. from the world that you guys live in. It's from the rift. These rifts in space time are connected to another world. And I, I did kinda of, I think I explained it in one of the episodes. I can't remember which episode, but um that's where these creatures come from. Yeah. And so this wasn't like an earth alligator that like somebody juiced or anything. <laughs> um, this was a creature that was from like another world entirely. Right, but I'm saying it's like it's not even that world. Is it just that like it's not like a crocodile? It just looks like a crocodile yeah. to us. It right? just okay, happens yeah. to look like a giant alligator. Gotcha. Okay. Like, but but it wasn't an, it wasn't actually a giant alligator. Right. It's obviously. just like an armored scaled aquatic animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Semi aquatic, I guess. Semi aquatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, good question though. Um, so here's a question. I asked you where you guys think things are going, but what do you guys want to happen next? Hmm. <laughs> well, I had an idea that just, I mean, could be for future reference. Uh, whatever, um, whatever the next arc, next monster, whatever it is. But for my for my character, I, I really want to see an arc. Because I... I always love stories that take the monster idea and bring it into the modern day somehow. So, which I know this is happening in modern day, but what I was thinking of, and if this doesn't happen in story, I might have to write it using Henry as a character because I would want to see it happen, is um, I would love to eventually encounter some kind of monster that exists only in cyberspace. Oh, um, interesting. Oh, yeah. Like some kind of sentient computer virus or something ah, and then and then you, what have you ever seen um i can't remember the name of the uh, the, the movie but it was scoob it was a scooby-doo zooby oh um, uh, movie I, about I a cyberspace oh yeah this uh do you know the, the name of the the name of the movie um uh i do not remember vi- but i know vi- what you're talking about visit cyber something cyber oh cyber chase i think Scooby Doo in the cyber. I thought that was the name of that that PBS show. Yeah, that's, that's all, the PBS show. That is correct. It is the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can look it up. I can't recall the name, but yes, I know exactly which one you're talking about, and I love that movie. I really do. You know, that would be pretty interesting for your character too, considering your character's you know yeah. talents and stuff. I could, so, yeah. I oh, could it is t- called Cyber Chase. See, I thought so. It was something so like that. So what was the PBS oh. show called? It was also PBS called Cyber Chase. Chase. It was also. I think it was the same name. It was the oh, same. Okay. Just look that up too. But it was cool. Okay, could, the CB, the PBS show was called Cyber Chase, one word. The Scooby-Doo movie was called Scooby-Doo Cyber Chase, two words. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> but I could, I could just, I could totally see it with you know, like all three characters have to, you know, they're sucked into the game, they're sucked into into the internet or that's something. That's an interesting idea. I, and, I, that's that's cool. And they have to, you know, they have avatars or such, just in you know, in the <laughs> digital world, which I could yeah. totally see because then I, yeah. I would just want to build a. Like if it if it did happen, I'd want to be like, yes, in the outside world, my character looks like this, but in the cyberverse, he is like the most epic uh. character of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Hannah. Um, what would you like, like to happen in the series? Honestly, I like some of the more like classic monsters, like vampires and werewolves. 
So I would love to have like a good like classic like have to do like a vampire nest or um, like werewolf is like picking people off from the town on the full moon so we only have like one day where we have to get them you know <laughs> yeah i i will say i am unlikely to do a vampire just because um that was the second uh second or third monster in the series that this series comes from mm-hmm. so oh, i don't okay. want to recycle monsters yeah. <laughs> yeah it was um no it was the third one the third one the third the third novella in the series uh deep hollow where, right. I, where this world is built off of mm-hmm. it was a was a master vampire um, once, ah. <laughs> once again if you need uh if you need monster ideas um the cryptid keeper podcast oh yeah yeah definitely um i i, I, I do like the traditional monsters though like mm-hmm. vampires and werewolves and frankenstein type creatures those are always really fun for the record, Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster. I know. <laughs> See, I know you know. I'm just, I'm just saying that as a general PSA for those that might be listening that are <laughs> not aware. Else, guys, Frankenstein was was the doctor, not the monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It just always, it just always annoys me slightly when they're like, "Oh yeah." Well, I mean, monster. wasn't yeah. wasn't he the real monster though? Oh. Ooh, getting philosophical now. <laughs> you want to get all. <laughs> ethical on this all right uh, all right mr <laughs> philosopher what uh what what do you want to happen in this um world? it doesn't hmm. have to be a monster it could be anything yeah, i was gonna say yeah i mean i uh i'm not really sure yet like i think there's like still things that i'm trying to learn about everything you know like character wise i'm still trying to learn some things I, i've kind of figured out what's going on in the town with the their dragon knights now but um i'm not really sure i think just like maybe my character having like a kind of developing like i said i kind of brought it up earlier but i think one of the big things that'll have to happen someday is i doubt i'll be able to keep this a secret from the agency forever now that i'm interacting with other people like when i was on my own i was able to do it because no one else saw me but with so many monsters and the fact we're going to need help it'll probably be obvious at some point that i'm getting help and then that'll probably lead to things happening so i think that's something i'll find interesting is that big kind of it's more of a negative development, you know, so that's going to be hard to deal with. So I think I'm looking <laughs> forward to that happening someday. I think you and Sa- your character and Sammy are going to have the same problem, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm part of a, of a magic-hating organization. Oh, and yet I work with people who have magic powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Mm. There's some cognitive dissonance there. Yeah, no, I think we all, I mean, every character has, like, a secret, like, organization or, like, thing backing them. Like, Henry has the Dragon Knight, Sammy has the Order, um, Bjorn has the Hunter, so it's like... Yeah, you guys kind of yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Except that my now character... Now you're part of your own weird Frankenstein team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, except that my character... keep using that word because it annoys Wesley. My character situation... Well, see, no, 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 not, not the word itself. It's the, it's the uncharacter <laughs> distinction. But I th- I just like my char- my own character's uh, situation is slightly different because, yes, it's been part of his life for forever, but he has tried to separate himself from it. So that, you know, being... And, and I'm positive this... Uh, this this new scenario is going to force him to come to some 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 truths about himself and and his purpose that he he might be he might be too afraid to face right now but he's going to have to eventually indeed um okay so here's a here's a a fun question what do you think you guys could do better as players hmm 
Actually, I think I have an answer for this one. Okay. So for me, like, you know... Uh, Yours is talking into the mic. <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes I turn away from the mic. You got yeah. better at that's no, one okay. of, I'm that's just one teasing of them. you there. <laughs> that is one of them I used to be pretty bad at. Uh, I think for me, like, um, just remembering to role play and not just, like, answer the problem as, like, a gamer, you know, and just, like, go do it. Like, I need to remember to role play a bit more, I would say. Um, and making sure that I'm like thinking of through my character's actions and how I would act. And one thing that I think like helps with that is, you know, I don't remember who said it. I probably heard it from another podcast or something, but like, it's your character, you know, you made it. So any decision you make is your character's decision. Like, it's not like you can make a wrong decision, but I do like to try and make, you know, I, I do like to try and make, uh, decisions that make sense for the character and not just the smartest decision you know make the make the most character based decision so mm-hmm. it's a good answer i guess for me it's kind of similar just trying to like um i really want to try because i built this character to stay like as in character as possible um so like just trying to stay within character i mean i've <laughs> i've been role playing for a long time um my first like foray into the internet was on a forum called avatarspirit.net where I did Avatar The Last Airbender role-playing, like, nice. constantly. Cool. Um, and that's where I actually got into writing and, like, how I learned to write and, like, formulate characters. Huh. Um, so I love cool. role-playing. I think it's a great thing to do, but the challenge is to stay in character because I think that's what listeners like is, like, when the character makes a decision that only the character would choose, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, readers like that, like, authors like for when the characters kind of become their own thing and make their own decisions. Um, so just trying to, like, um, stay in character, just to try and keep as authentic to the character that I've created as possible. Yeah, as the Keeper, I have I have a very similar problem because I have, you know, whatever characters you guys aren't playing, I'm playing. So <laughs> yeah. I have to keep them in... in in my mm-hmm. mind and keep their personalities and I have a lot of stuff like written down that's that's really useful for that kind of thing but yeah it's it's not easy yeah <laughs> I I would I would just echo um echo that as well and keeping keeping in character but then also not not being afraid to to expand character because you you when you build the character you have the template that you've spent time building but you can't be afraid to expand and mm-hmm. let the character grow otherwise at the end of the story you're like oh this is this is the exact same character I created to start with and nothing has changed and that's boring so yeah so, yeah. yeah from a, from a storytelling perspective I mean a character that doesn't grow is not an interesting character yeah, yeah. static characters are boring the only the only characters like from a from from a storytelling perspective that don't usually tend to grow are the villains true <laughs> so it's true very true it uh, although because I mean it, it's I mean some of them. You know, some of them don't grow, and if they're written well enough, it doesn't matter because they just love being evil. Like yeah. Ma- Maleficent, for example, she just loves it every time. <laughs> but and I'm talking about the real Maleficent, not the I, I know, I know, not the fake <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, no, no, not when she's actually the protagonist. Protagonists, which is what you guys are, are supposed to grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. And now, what do you guys think I could do better as a keeper? 
And then don't 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 be nice to me. Mm. <laughs> what, do, what do I do wrong? I can tell you off the bat, I am awful at remembering to do character voices. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I decided to give Stanley this low, gruff voice that hurts my throat every time I do it. But <laughs> which, but hey, you you being the game master means that you can make changes, and no one will call you out for because you are officially out. But I, but I have a feeling people would be mad if I changed voices. <laughs> well, it's true, but if if you decide that you need a different voice, just I mean, allow them to know ahead of time, and they're like, okay, it's it's different now. Or um, S- suddenly, suddenly they're going to come into an episode, and Stanley's going to be Scottish or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, at least so you can really, even. What do, what do you guys think I could do better as mm. a keeper? What would you like to see more out of me? Mm-hmm. I think I of something. Know. I'm biased, though. That's the problem. You are biased. <laughs> Everything you do is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that, yeah. If that's not a stereotypical merit answer. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I don't know because, I mean, you're really my first keeper or, like, DM, yeah, like, you true. know, so I don't really have any other outside experience, well, so. The, the, only, the only thing that I would say, which I understand, we're just beginning this, so, you know, it's not that you've been bad at it or anything, but, um... I know that there are, um, like, of course, I always, I always love the, the the classic, you know, the classic monster movie monsters that everyone, you know, there's a reason they're classic because they're good and they scare you and all this. But I also appreciate it when an author or game master or anything is able. And I understand this is hard because I've tried to do it myself and it is hard. Uh, but when a game master is able to, like. You know, they have their overarching uh, ideas for the arc, but when it comes to the monster, they're like, I could do a classic that everyone knows, or I could actually create, like, I could I could create my own monster that has not existed before, which I, I always loved it when authors do that, especially when they're in a fantasy world and they take time to create creatures that beforehand, at least to the reader's knowledge, never existed, which is always fun. <laughs> well... You you guys don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I have I have a I have a good mix. Like I know what monsters I'm gonna do more or less for oh, okay. this first season of the show, anyways. Okay. Um, yeah. but uh, I have some that are my own creations or or ch- or variations on a theme. Yeah. And I have some that are that are very traditional monsters. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I think a mix of the two is good. Like yeah. I love the original like, actually, stuff. Like we did I actually viewed this episode. first one as more of one of those like amalgamation ones, like you're saying, mm-hmm. like a teleporting, you know, crocodile giant was pretty cool. So. <laughs> here's here's something I, it just, another pulling back the curtain side of thing. I wasn't really sure I was gonna go with the teleporting thing until I said it. <laughs> oh really? Wow. <laughs> this oh. happens a lot to me, like in in games. Like I thought about, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if it teleported? Then I think, no, nah, that's probably too much. <laughs> and then I was getting towards the end of the episode, and I thought, "No, I should go with it. I should make it." I, should make I love that touch. That was which, yeah, cool. I loved that. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Which I just, yeah. I just loved it because it was so incongruent with what you would think a prehistoric crocodile monster would. You know, you don't think, you know, oh, it's also futuristic. It can teleport. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's another thing. I wanted to tell you guys this because you've never discovered it in the game. Um, oh, this is one of those like things we didn't figure out. Yeah. Near, yeah, that's one of the reasons I want to do this is because I want to tell you guys the stuff you guys never got to know. Oh no. Um, <laughs> oh boy. But so each of these monsters has like the way the game works is you have a tag that goes with the monster. Um, Hannah, you probably know this because you've. you've run at one of these I did it one time (laughs) what was what was your tag for your monster um if you remember 
Honestly, I'm not sure what it was. I actually, um, because this is my favorite episode of the TV show Supernatural, Bloody Mary. I did um, Bloody Mary as my um, monster. I think, aren't the tags like Supernatural and like ghosts and stuff like that? Well, no, I'm I'm talking about like there's there's like the type of monster it can be. Oh, I don't remember the type I gave it, the tag. I'd have to look at the list. I can try and find it. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so... This monster's tag, its purpose for being in the world, was that it was a breeder. Oh, I remember. And that was something you guys never discovered because you killed it too fast. <laughs> but if you remember in some of the episodes, um, it was ta- they were ta- we, we were, I was talking about it collecting materials. Right. It was building that. a nest. That's that what we, it was doing. That we never Whoa. found. And you guys never found it because you never went looking for it. Wah, wah, wah. Does that mean there's more? <laughs> um, but you, you guys, it on ev- another another thing about the game is you have this countdown. Things that will happen if something doesn't, if, if no one interferes, these things will happen. Mm. And at the end of this countdown, this thing would have given birth to its giant baby. Um. <gasps> Okay. Well, so you guys stopped stop that it? from oh, happening. Okay. Oh no! You did we kill the baby? Another monster in this world. <laughs> oh. um, okay. Wait, 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 Hannah! Did you just get like sad that we killed the baby? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But see, but see, here's the thing: we don't know if. They... <laughs> what if we could have tamed it and made it our mm. our? Oh our what? Pet? Like, a yeah, size of crocodile? <laughs> like a Yeah, but it would have been ours. It would have been our truck. <laughs> yes, it would have been our baby. <laughs> A baby, a baby, a baby, a baby giant alligator that you yes. guys just like keep in the moat or something, and you call it truck. Yeah, yeah. its name is truck. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, on the one hand, it would be awesome if we rode in to battle a monster on another monster, but, <laughs> but then I, I, if the whole keeping secret thing, I think would go out the window if we were yeah, to attempt. <laughs> you know what? You you almost need to retcon it so that there was a baby. So that we can have truck. I'm not doing that. Okay. Oh, if you guys had discovered it, then maybe. <laughs> okay. But you guys didn't discover That's it in game. But That's I fair. just, I've just been dying to tell you guys that because I thought that. <laughs> see, I thought that had... was really interesting. It was something, but I mean, that's that's another example of of where I thought the story would go. I thought you guys would care that it was collecting things, and yeah. you didn't. Mm. <laughs> We got the one funny comment from Hannah about, oh, it's making, it's a dragon ma- making a chicken farm. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, that's the, that's the most you guys cared that it was collecting things. Yeah. yeah. And we never looked into it anymore because we were like, no. hey, we need to kill this thing. Also, see, see, now yeah. I'm kind of sad that we didn't get to raise this baby monster because then if we had, then the next monster we face, it'd be like, okay, everybody, we're going to have a kaiju battle right now. Okay. That thing <laughs> against ours. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think there's animal handling in this game. No, <laughs> I not wish really. there was. I wish. I'd put I all my points Maybe that's into one of the it. new classes they can make someday as a monster tamer class. Ooh. Or it's maybe that's one of the homebrews that somebody else made. Maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. I just I just really wanted to share that. Does anyone else have anything that I could do better as like a as a keeper? Just a note, I found my session notes from when I did the Bloody Mary one. Yeah. And her tag was executioner, so her motivation is to ah. kill those who have killed others. Yeah. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Um The only thing I can think of is uh I- I'm sure you're planning to do this already, so I don't think it's necessarily a negative, but when we do run into like the like the history kind of like 
the world building you've already done in your books, making that flow over so we kind of learn more about the Dragonite Order, which I'm sure you're planning to do once oh, sure. we approach it. So it's probably too early for that. But yeah, I know that'll be really interesting once all that gets mixed in with our world. That'll be really fun. So We're actually done with the all my questions that I had for you guys. So do you guys have any questions for me that you haven't already asked? Um, I think I'm pretty good. Hmm. I think the only one I thought of was the best failure. Um. Mm. Uh, okay. So, but but I want to like I know you already answered the you know what was your favorite failure consequence to give someone you already did that, but um, like do you have any which you might not know it at this point, but do you have any um, do you have any scenarios either good or bad that you haven't done yet that you want to do like like a situation where it's like. This could be terribly bad for this character, but I just want uh-huh. to be sadistically evil and I want to do this. What is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I know you do. I was wondering if you could tell us, but of course you're not going no. to. No. <laughs> nope. Fine. Fine, fine, fine. Be that's, that that's trying to ask for the curtain to be pulled back a bit too yeah, far. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> well, considering... I'm oh, sorry. No, I have lots of terrible things that I want to happen to you guys, but uh That excites me though. I, I mean I mean forgive me for Yeah, my to... wife's sadistic if you have Oh no, noticed. just oh, wait, guys. Oh no, just see wait. no I'm it's coming. I am aware of, of how sadistic because I've read her stories, you see. I, I have yeah, read yes. certain You're part things. of my writing club, you know how bad I can be. But yeah. I just I, I mean, forgive me if I want to know, considering my track record so far at being in this game <laughs> yeah. at all. Almost yeah. Dead, yeah. <laughs> Very true. I, didn't do too Very bad true. I never imagined in the first, the first arc, someone would be one point away from death. I was yeah. literally on the brink of dying. Oh, it's or a, that our tank yeah. would be unstable. Yeah. Yep. That was crazy. Okay. Um, if you guys are done, I would like to introduce you guys to the next prologue. Ooh. This is something yeah. I've decided to do for. Actually, Andrew gave me the idea. Something I'm going to do for every single arc is I'm going to do a specialized prologue um, that I'm going to read for you guys. Ooh. All right. Here we go. Hmm. Oh, did we want to talk about my mic difference? <laughs> oh, yeah. Before we do that, you want to talk about some... Let's just uh, let's talk yeah. about technology for a second here. Yes. Okay. So we have had the worst time <laughs> with the microphones. It's true. So from, from an audio perspective, the first three episodes were the ones, of course, the ones we actually, you know. Yeah. The, the ones we went out, we led with. You didn't have a real microphone. You were talking no. into a headset. Yeah, I had a headset with a mic. And... Which, of course, sounded like you were talking into a tin can. Yes. Um, yep. And I was also in Florida, so one of the reasons why we... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you were on, like, a vacation at the time, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, um, I got a better the... mic, and my she audio did. should sound a lot better now. <laughs> it, it is. Um, so... The problem with the headset, the main problem with the headset is that it picked up the audio from yeah. us. Yeah, Like, right. it was picking up audio that was in her headphones. Mm-hmm. And the first episode of when we did that, uh, the first episode where she, number, episode four, was still, if you hear an echo sometimes in her audio, that's what it is. That's when I couldn't, I just couldn't cut it 
close enough to her voice without losing something of what she said. Mm. So if you hear a little echo sometimes in those first three episodes, that's that's why. I mean, it doesn't make it unlistenable by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a little rough. (laughs) It's a little rough. Um, (laughs) And then after episode four was probably like the best sounding episode, honestly. Like it still had a little bit of the echo because of the headphones you were using. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't quite as bad. But then episode five is probably going to be our worst sounding episode. I haven't actually finished editing oh, episode no. <laughs> six because I was so busy. But there were these weird pops and crackles. It sounded like something was wrong with the cord or something. We're guessing it was the cord. We still haven't yeah. worked out why it made the noises. But I'm trying a new cord. I don't have, the thing is, is that I don't see any pops on like my audio meter while I'm recording. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. where it's coming from. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, Maybe it was that virus monster that Wesley was talking yes. about. It's, it's hmm. giving us a there's there's a um a podcast that I listen to that's called um I think it's called uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern is the name of it. Yes, really I believe fun. That, I believe that is the name of it. And one of their episodes, one of their live show episodes, I think they they had a they had a witch come on and curse them with technical difficulties. <laughs> we thought that's a great, so we'll just say we've been cursed with technical difficulties. Yes. Because witches are supposed to be a huge part of this world. Like, mm-hmm. in, in the Deep Hollow series, they're, like, the main villains. Mm. And it's a little different in Thornvale. Um, but... <laughs> Well, it's just been cursed with technical difficulties. I don't know what caused those weird pops, but I ran a, p- a filter to try to get rid of them, but it ended up making your voice sound kind of odd. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I tried so hard to get rid of them, but there was just nothing I could do. So there's still some snap, crackle, pop in episode five. Right, a crispies. little bit in episode six. <laughs> See, but, um, not- but it's not as bad in episode six. And I'm hoping, I'm praying... That in these episodes afterwards, we may have fixed the problem by getting rid of the cord. If it's not the mm-hmm. cord, it's the f- microphone itself, and we'll just have to get replace a new it. Microphone. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, if I you like want- how you say we have to get a new microphone when we're really asking Hannah to get a new microphone. Well, I have just a warranty it. on it. Why so not? I'll just, just return the warranty. It. On yeah. it. I was just, <laughs> if it starts having problems immediately, I was just teasing about. See, the I just want to point out the fact thing. that you have now set up the perfect scenario for a reoccurring villain because. There was this witch that cursed us, and then, and then within story, they return, and it's like, it was me. <laughs> yeah. That's actually the that's actually the big bad villain of the whole series, is the witch of technical difficulties. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, are you guys ready for the prologue? Yes. I yes. am, yes. I want story Great. time. Mm. <laughs> It's a warm June night in Thornvale. Dale Fox is just getting off work at the West Thornvale Energy Plant. He's a good-looking man with a strong, square jaw and a head full of dusty brown hair and dark eyes. Sweat forms on his forehead as soon as the muggy summer air hits him. A red pickup truck breaks in front of Dale. Hey, buddy, you meeting me at the bar tonight? Asks a man with hair and beard nearly as red as his truck. Dale shakes his head. Sorry, Ralph, I'm heading to my lady's house tonight. Hey, get you some, all right? (laughs) If her kid's not home, Dale says with a rakish grin. See you tomorrow, bud, Ralph says. Then he drives off, squealing his wheels unnecessarily. Dale chuckles. He slings his lunch bag over his shoulder, 
and walks over to his car. He starts the car and drives towards the exit to the parking lot. Suddenly, he hears a sound. It's singing. He scowls and turns his radio down. But the singing doesn't stop. He slams on the brakes and pulls over. He rolls down his window, trying to pinpoint the source of the sound. But the singing continues at the same volume. He gets out of his car and looks around. For a moment, he finds nothing. Then he turns back toward the plant, and he sees it, the source of the music. As soon as he locks eyes with it, the singing stops, and he understands. No, please, don't, no, he pleads. And then his eyes go wide. His face contorts into an expression of pure terror. And then he drops, dead before he hits the ground. Ooh. <laughs> I have a I have a hunch, but I could totally be wrong. Okay, that is one thing I want to know. Like, what do you guys think it is? Uh, Before we end this episode. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there because I'm a personal fan of any and all of their appearances, and I'm a big fan of Greek myths. I'm gonna call Siren right now. Okay. Because that certainly sounds like one or some variation of. <laughs> okay. Hannah, what do you think it is? I mean, just based off of what happened, I definitely also think Siren. I love Sirens, too. I love Greek mythology. So maybe like a variation of that is kind of what okay. I'm thinking. Interesting. <laughs> All right. So we have a, a, a solid vote for Siren. I think yes. it's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a musical werewolf. It's a, a musical it's werewolf. It's a werewolf with aspirations. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, it's definitely a musical werewolf. Yeah. Hey, every every werewolf has to have a dream. He aspires to Broadway, right? Yeah. I just imagine this werewolf standing there with a harmonica, like <laughs> just sitting there, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. That's funny. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. So that is our mini sode episode. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys Yay. for coming. Thank all of the listeners. Uh. The last thing I want to say before. I end this episode is that for future minisodes, I would love to have some questions from our listeners. Mm. Um, so if you have any questions, they can be about these first couple of episodes or they can be about the next few episodes. Um, email us your questions at uh, thornvalepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us questions on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but thorn, thornvalepodcast at gmail.com is the best place to send your questions because I can save them better there. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, for future episodes, um, I would love to have some uh, listener questions. Uh, speaking of listeners, I wanted to inform you guys how many plays we've had so far. So before the podcast started, we had 60 plays total over the month or two or three months that I had just the prologue out. Now we have 153. <gasps> Yay! So Yay! two days, we have like tripled our number 
Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, that's great. Apparently, <laughs> the thing that I'm most excited about though is that six percent of our audience is from Sweden. Yeah, six percent of our <laughs> audience. What? Is from Sweden. Wow. I don't know guys. Why. Well, okay. We have to go to Sweden and do a live character. podcast in Sweden. Oh yeah, I don't. Hey, if they if they do podcons in Sweden, we gotta we gotta do this. We gotta be there. Yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, whoever you are, listener from Sweden, nice to meet you. Yes. Um, Thank you very much for boosting our numbers. We love you so much. Um, Okay. Uh, And that's the end of the episode. Thank you guys for coming. And uh, we will see you on Friday. Bye-bye.